This is Tony Elder with Everyday Encounters with the Lord for July 15th. Several times within a few weeks, I happened upon a particular type of small creature. It seemed like it had been a long time since I had seen one, so I especially took note of these various recurring encounters. I'm certain that the soggy conditions in our area from all the rain we had received at the time contributed to their more frequent appearance. I'm referring to slugs, those slimy, slithering, slow-moving members of the snail family. Whenever I see one of those creatures, my mind goes back to when I was a kid. I suppose it's safe for me to confess what I and other children commonly did to slugs back then. We used to pour salt on those poor slugs in order to watch them slowly leave a slimy trail culminating in their death. At the time, I didn't know why it happened, but now understand that it has something to do with the high moisture content in those creatures, that the salt causes them basically to die from severe dehydration. It's interesting that the same substance we humans look upon favorably and intentionally sprinkle on our food to add flavor results in death for those slugs. Of course, doctors remind us that too much of that mineral isn't good for our health either. Jesus declared that we as his followers would be the salt of the earth in Matthew 5.13. In other words, we should be impacting the world in which we live and the people whom we are around. Through our actions, words, and character, we should be exerting an influence for Christ. However, just like with salt, not everyone reacts to that impact in the same way. The Apostle Paul stated such a principle only using a slightly different analogy. In 2 Corinthians 2 verses 15 and 16, he described us as the fragrance of Christ among those who are being saved and among those who are perishing. To the one we are the aroma of death leading to death, and to the other the aroma of life leading to life. Some people will be drawn to our saltiness. They'll view it as a positive additive to the world which lends hope, faith, comfort, and joy. But others will see it as a negative, even harmful force. To them it's a revealer of sin, a producer of guilt, and a reminder of coming judgment before God. To one, it's a source of life and flavor. To the other, it's a reminder of the sliminess of their sin that leads to death. It's no wonder that those for whom such saltiness causes inward pain would tend to lash out at the purveyors of their discomfort. They want to silence the words of truth, twist the motives behind their actions, and malign their character. While believers should take no pleasure in the conviction and guilt their witness might cause others, Neither should we seek to tone down our saltiness in order to lessen that effect. We have to guard against the tendency to be less vocal, to compromise our beliefs, to hide our faith and the actions which spring from it. If we try to diminish our saltiness, it will be at the cost of a close relationship with Christ. Some people are going to appreciate your life of faith, while others won't. But regardless of whether your influence is welcomed or despised, You need to keep being the salt of the earth, which Jesus has called you to be. If you're interested, Everyday Encounters with the Lord is available in both book and ebook formats. And now I pray that you'll encounter the Lord today in your own everyday experiences.